You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome today to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about working from home. This week, we read in Psychology Today 2022, more employees are working from home because they like it. Heather, you and I were talking about that we see the effects of this all over the place. Right. The first point in the article was working from home has really led to a revolution. Right. The people got to do it for a little while or had to do it for a little while. Mm-hmm. and kind of created their own environments that they liked by being mm-hmm. at home. Maybe they were more productive at home. Mm-hmm. I like the word revolution because you and I were also talking about it has drastically changed the work of a counselor. Absolutely. It's also drastically changed our client's world, mm-hmm. that our client's world of work has completely changed. Exactly. And when we see kid clients, their worlds have completely changed by this idea that we can do the things we need to do remotely from home right it is an opportunity like i think at the beginning it was hard transitioning to it Mm -hmm. then it was an opportunity to kind of make it what you wanted it to be and that led to some freedoms and do you think that and and you're saying that's true about all of those groups right counselors and how they were right other people and students Mm -hmm. all of it together we see it in the school system where you have kids that really missed school and needed to be back in person you Mm -hmm. had other kids that once they figured out the online learning I mean, I have a couple of clients that stayed online learning mm-hmm. and it worked for them and they're really content and happy and things that were a struggle before just aren't anymore. Yeah. I kind of want to look up the exact definition of revolution. I think what you're saying, I would apply to all of those groups and say it was a shakeup. Right. Yeah. That, you know, the things we thought were absolutes or guaranteed or must haves for work or school. This change has made us re-examine that. Mm -hmm. I like the verbiage must-haves because I think that's how we all functioned because we thought that is how. Oh, before COVID, I absolutely did not want to do any virtual sessions Mm -hmm. at all. Before COVID, I had one single supervisee that I did virtually years before. And after we finished, we wrapped up her hours, I said, I will never do that again. Not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. No, that wasn't fun. I don't think I got out of it or she got out of it, everything we wanted to. And I'm so glad I don't have to do that all the time. And then a handful of years later, we did have to. to. Yeah. Yeah. So it made me re-examine that and decide, well, what are the things that are really needed? Mm -hmm. And what are the things that could change or be improved on? Do you think we have found the perfect spot? Maybe. I don't know if our society will allow it to stay. I know some employers are making people go back in. Mm -hmm. I also know of employers that are like doing like they're giving freedom to people and saying like, how much office space do we still need to rent? Right. I mean, we need to have our own offices or if we're just going to share office space, then Mm -hmm. we can reduce our size. So, I mean, we might have found the sweet spot. If I think about it for students, I definitely feel like they haven't. No, they haven't. The school system hasn't figured out how to do in person perfectly right or 
virtually perfectly right. either. It's we're I think they're still hashing it out. I think the same is true about maybe the way that I am virtually mm-hmm. as a counselor, but also the way our profession manages that. They they don't exactly know how to provide oversight right. for all of the different parts that go into being a virtual counselor. Like, how do we manage if I'm in a building and my client's in a different building meeting with me and they're reporting that they're suicidal? Right. It's a little then, trickier like, than yeah. it is face-to-face. And we haven't exactly figured that out to where it's a perfect situation. Right. And maybe with work also, people who aren't counselors, but in the in their working career, maybe there are other things that we might improve on or Mm -hmm. so maybe we're still working on it it's definitely going to be a work in progress i think that some people you know in that search for normal like Mm -hmm. what does normal? what we're never going to have what we had before Mm -hmm. it's not ever going back to that if that is what you're defining normal as yeah we're not going back there but also trying to look at like so what is it now like yeah how you how many clients a week are you seeing virtually now like i mean i mean at one point it was a hundred percent right I think it's maybe like 60. Yeah. I think I'm probably more like 50 50. Mm-hmm. And the ones that have remained virtual, I think it fits into their lifestyle. Right. I have somebody that used to drive into my office to see me on their lunch break. And on that day, they got a longer lunch break, but they had to drive here, mm-hmm. come to my office, go in, go do something, talk to me, eat their lunch in the car on the way back. And when we switched to virtual, it made their life easier. And yeah. They're like happy and content to stay there forever. Yeah. It's like that's right. <laughs> I, ha- I was seeing a client. Actually, I finished with the supervisee. And when we were wrapping up, we realized we have never met in person. <laughs> like, how's that and happening? It was really weird. Right. And so then we all, I mean, we were in group at the time and we kind of, you know, played around with the idea of like, well, let's get together for happy hour. Right. Let's have lunch. Mm-hmm. Let's, but it seems weird. And I imagine, too, that she and I have known each other so long and we've talked about important things that when we do meet, it would feel funny. Right. <laughs> it's like a different, there's like a whole other layer now. Yeah. To... yeah. So for me, I think my practice as a counselor is still changing around what I do when I'm virtual. Is it, have I found like exactly how I want to do it? Probably not. No, I think it's always going to be in flux and changing yeah. because as, and again, there are certain clients that will love virtual and certain clients mm-hmm. that just don't. So. I think also in the very beginning of COVID, like you're saying, like, are we going to go back to the way things were? I definitely think in school, that was the feeling or the hope. Right. And I think some counselors were holding out for, I am going to be so glad when all this virtual stuff is (laughs) going. And yeah, you're saying, I don't think it's going to be gone. Right. It's not going away. But already, especially with school, I've seen improvement Mm -hmm. that the kids that live close to where you and I are. When this started, school districts weren't ready to be virtual. Right. It was very haphazard and right. thrown together, and they had to come up with a plan pretty quickly. And it wasn't very interacting, right. interactive or engaging. And so they, that's how they finished that school year. The following school year, most school districts had a better plan, and exactly. it was more engaging, mm-hmm. and it was more hands-on. And so we, in just that short amount of time, they were working to try and improve on right. what they were doing. It still wasn't a perfect fit for everybody. Right. There were still some people like, well, I don't know what school district it was, where one of the rules in the the second school year of COVID was that kids had to be on time and dressed in school oh, dress right. at least from, <laughs> from the, waist up. the waist up. So on camera, they had like their, you know, right. a school appropriate shirt on. 
that that was really hard for some people and not and made it not right feasible. Mm-hmm. So I think we're still improving on it. But yeah, I when I think of counselors that are like this, and even I have to think about it sometimes that if you expect this to work perfectly, or if you expect to be no tech or low tech, oh right, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Right. So if you expect that you can, when I started my private practice, I think we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. When I started my private practice, I chose a electronic record keeping system. Mm-hmm. But all the other people that I was talking to and consulting with about starting a practice, none of them used an electronic record keeping system. They were literally paying for storage <laughs> units full of paper. For paper that was yeah. just like multiplying. Just building by. and building right. and building. And that made it was uncomfortable to them to think that they might switch over. So mm-hmm. each change we're kind of uncomfortable with. Until oh, you that's get new and into it. I'm right. not sure how that will work. And then you try it out and go, oh, okay. But you've done that, right? I've done it. You had the paper stuff yep. for a while. I had paper for a long time. In fact, still to this day, when I go to not necessarily a work meeting, but maybe like a meeting at my kid's school or something mm-hmm. like that, I tend to like walk out of the house with like a spiral notebook and like a pen. And then I see it in the seat next to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have my phone. Like uh, I could just make myself yeah, a note in my phone yeah. if something pops up. But what like it's still geared that way. You used to get together with somebody and destroy all the. Oh, yeah. Have a shred party. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any years left? I don't have any yeah. years left. <gasps> I think we're all. You done. had the last shred party already. Yeah. Wow. Did you do did you do it really big that year? No, it was co- <laughs> it was during COVID. Oh. I didn't get to do anything big, just shred these papers and talk to each other on Zoom. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. So the next point in the article was that, you know, working from home or school from home really has created a better work-life balance. It's not perceived. Right. This is real. Right. That it's- part's real. I've read somewhere just this week that people who work from home on average work out 30 minutes more per day than other people. That would make sense. And like they've got more time. That's right. like their commute time. Right. And so even in that way that we're getting up and moving and being more active. Do you think that's true for, I think you and I think that's true for counselors. Do you think that's true for the people we see as clients, including kids? I think so. I think my clients that are working from home how they present themselves or how with what's going on in their day-to-day is much, I don't want to say calmer because there's still things that come up, but it's like that can be managed because they're there with their client, you know, with mm-hmm. they're seeing me virtually more than likely they're working from home. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where it's like, oh, well, like that can be managed. It just seems like they're not so stressed out about little things that could pop up as far as household management or like. Yeah, like they have more, and maybe just, they have more bandwidth for maybe. stuff that, as at home. Right. Versus, you know, like they don't have a commute, so they don't have to save that time and they don't feel stressed about driving or people are also cooking more at home. Oh, that's neat. So I don't remember where I read that. Yeah. I don't, but they're cooking more at home because I guess they have time. Again, it's yeah, like time. I like that. Time to cook. I don't think I'm cooking more at home. I don't know. Mine's pretty mixed, but our family life is mm-hmm. busy. So this is going to make me think about it and, and reconsider. Before sitting down and talking today, I would have said I didn't think. School from home created work-life balance for kids, but maybe it does. I think it did a little bit. I mean, my perception is now they're sitting at home by themselves in front of a screen yeah, more than yeah. they were before. Yes and no. I mean, my kids loved to go out and like, mm-hmm. especially my youngest. He was very great at homeschool and he had a teacher that put everything he needed to do for the day out there at the beginning. And he, she kind of let them self-pace mm-hmm. and he would be done by usually lunchtime. 
And he enjoyed being able to go like run bike play. riding and run and play and do stuff and get on the trampoline. And like that was his like it worked so well for him. Mm-hmm. The biggest complaint he had when he went back to school is it's going to be so long because mm-hmm. going yeah. back and being in a classroom setting seemed really mm-hmm. hard. Jeez. I'll th- reconsider my. <laughs> You'll my, think about it. Yeah. In my mind, the kids that I see, they're in they're at home. They're not around other kids or other people. They're in front of a screen. And to make that different requires quite a bit of effort. Mm-hmm. And I think for some families it would. Maybe that's why I think it works for for adults and not quite the same for kids. Because an adult with more free time can do things like, I think I'm going to cook dinner today. Right, right. Or, you know what, I'm going to work. At, and they can, mm-hmm. they have the autonomy to make decisions like that. But if you're a kid at home and you're young enough, you don't drive, you're not right. going anywhere. And you don't have parents that are supporting or like making it possible for to you go to like, do something. Go do stuff, yeah. Then you're at home. Well, my teacher friends have told me so many stories that those kids that were home alone, they were home alone all the time. But right. They just were alone, alone, alone and making some very unwise choices and mm-hmm. getting into trouble. And so they definitely didn't have that. That balance mm-hmm. was not working well yeah. for them. I mean, I didn't get left home often, but. Pretty much every time we found a way to get into trouble. <laughs> yeah. And so if there had been a ton of time home alone, who knows? We would have like right. what we would have attempted to cook or make or right. let into the house. Or cover knows? up whatever went yeah. wrong. <laughs> Broken pictures, ruins. Yeah, all kinds of goofy things we did. Yeah, so I'll always consider that. I do feel like I'm often encouraging the families that I know that are still virtual I'm encouraging them to find ways to be involved in new things. Mm -hmm. Join a club, Mm -hmm. go to a camp, do something, invite friends over. Mm -hmm. Because it does feel like kids, to me, or maybe it's just the kids I know, haven't found a balance that that works quite right for them. And the last point in this article was everybody wants to continue. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be at home. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's true? I mean, in my world, it is everyone that mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, and I mean my personal world more than I don't know about mm-hmm. my, all of my clients, but everyone enjoys being yeah. at home more. Not commuting, I think, is one thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, it's a financial gain for some families mm-hmm. for them to be home. And I think, you know, looking for jobs and wanting to change jobs, people look now to see like, oh, mm. this job is 60% at home. I mean, that's like yeah. a, that's like a that's advertising thing. Yeah. That's one of the perks. I think this can be, this is true or could be true because we have options. Yeah. Maybe that's it. it you know, prior to COVID, there was no, no, or there wasn't a pervasive option. Right. It wasn't everybody's option to work from home or to do school mm-hmm. from home. And then when COVID started, it also was not an option. Right. Everybody was going to be mm-hmm. at home. And then no one liked that really right. when it wasn't an option. But maybe this means that people want to continue in the way that we are right now, they do have the flexibility and they do have the option and they can kind of customize it to what they need. Mm-hmm. And I think that as you find what you like when you have those freedoms, then you really don't want to change. Then, you, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, wait, this balance is nice. This is yeah. working really well. Right. Like if you're a 60% from home person mm-hmm. and you get do find like, mm-hmm. oh, I can cook like most nights of right. the week and I can see friends or I can do right. it, then to go back to a situation where, oh, I can't do those things because mm-hmm. I have less flexibility. Right. Well, that makes sense to me why, or I mean, that would be 
an explanation to me that with choice, we have found the thing that works best for us or that we think is working pretty well. Right. For us. Right. So do you think that's true of how you're doing counseling right now? That you've struck a balance that you think I like my balance well? I have right now. And mm-hmm. and normally in summertime it's always in flux with our first like my life, my work life balance is always mm-hmm. crazy in the summertime. But I like what I have right now with the percentage that is online and mm-hmm. percentage I see in person and I I I like my days in the office mm-hmm. and I like my days at home. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good balance. Well, thanks today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. You've been listening to Supervision with a Vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.